bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China continues to improve people's life in 2023 with priorities on employment and consumption, and Chinese car makers kick off a major promotion war. China's two sessions 2023. China took concrete steps to improve the people's well-being and accelerated the development of social programs over the past five years, according to the government work report on Sunday. The country kept annual budgetary spending on education at over four percent of GDP and realized a significant increase in spending per student. The report said. The retention rate in nine-year compulsory education rose from 93.8 percent to 95.5 percent in China. It added, annual per capita government subsidies for basic medical insurance for rural and non-working urban residents increased from 450 yuan to 610 yuan. A greater number of urgently needed medicines were improved for reimbursement under the basic medical insurance scheme, according to the report. China also increased basic pension benefits for retirees for several years running, and raised the minimum basic old age benefit for rural and non-working urban residents. The report said. And this year, the government has proposed an economic growth target of around five percent to ensure steady and quality development, and the growth in personal income should be generally in step with national economic growth this year. Meanwhile, the country aims to create around 12 million urban jobs in 2023 and target a surveyed urban unemployment rate of around 5.5 percent. China has confidence in creating 12 million new jobs this year, one million more than the target of last year, said Li Chunling, vice head of China's National Development and Reform Commission, on Monday, as he vowed to step up macro policy support to give priority to employment. An annual inflation target is set at around three percent in this year's report, which the country's top economic regulator said it is confident and capable to achieve, given the country's sufficient supplies of products such as grain, hogs, and energy, as well as its improved system for stabilizing supplies and prices. The report also vows to expand domestic demand this year, as priority will be given to the recovery and expansion of consumption, and incomes of urban and rural residents will be boosted through multiple channels. The country will also improve the housing support system, support people in buying their first homes or improving their housing situation, and help resolve the housing problems of new urban residents and young people. And more quality medical resources will be channeled toward the community level and more evenly distributed among regions, he said. While elderly care services and supporting policies on childbirth will be improved. Moving on to some regional highlights. Car brand in Hubei Province, a major automobile production base in central China, launched a strong car promotion season with 58 types of cars of seven car brands under a leading automobile manufacturer headquarter in the province. Consumers purchasing certain car brands under Dongfeng Motor Group can enjoy up to 90,000 yuan in price cut with subsidies offered by local government and car enterprises. According to incomplete statistics of Red Star Capital Ventures, at least 30 automobile brands have participated in the price war so far, with the highest discount of more than 100,000 yuan. 
The aggressive price cut has seen a nationwide spillover effect, as northeast China's Jinning province, for example, said consumers who buy cars under FAW Group's brand in the province can get subsidies of up to 37,000 yuan. Beijing and Shanghai have also announced extensions of subsidies for the purchase of new energy vehicles. Guangzhou has released a development plan which aims to build the Chinese city into an international consumption center by 2025, increasing the number of duty-free and departure tax refund shops to 300 from 76 in 2021. The plan proposes that the capital of Guangdong Province should rely on transportation port hubs to further expand the influence of its duty-free consumption, expand the coverage of duty-free goods, and support the entry of Chinese products. The plan also suggests that to enhance its international visibility, Guangzhou should attract domestic and global commercial investors and operators, build an important distribution center for internationally renowned brands and new product launches, and support global consumer brands to set up concept, flagship, and experience stores in the city. Next on industry and company news. Production and sales of vehicles in China saw a jump in February due to a low base effect, as well as waves of promotions across the country. The China Association of Automobile Manufacturers said Friday. Sales in February, 1.98 million units, were 20% higher than a month earlier. A low base period when a week-long Lunar New Year holiday reduced business activity, while sales of new energy vehicles surged 56% to reach 525,000 units. CAAM data showed. China's small and medium-sized enterprises experienced a further increase in their activities in February amid a steadily warming economy. Industrial data showed Friday. The Small and Medium Enterprises Development Index, calculated based on a survey of 3,000 SMEs from eight major industries, came in at 89.6 last month, up from 88.9 in January and 87.9 in December. The China Association of Small and Medium Enterprises said in a monthly report. Shares of DBG Technologies surged by as much as 19.2 percent today after the Chinese electronics manufacturing services provider said it will take over TTM Technologies Shanghai, a manufacturer of the backplates used in communication base stations, for 11.8 million US dollars in order to expand its business scope and better meet clients' needs. DBG will purchase a 100% stake in TTM Technologies Shanghai from Nasdaq-listed TTM Technologies, one of the world's top five printed circuit board makers. The company said today. Earnings reports expressed. Chinese e-commerce company JD reported on Thursday its net revenues grew 10% over the previous year to stand at 1.05 trillion yuan in 2022, surpassing 1 trillion yuan for the first time. Net income reached 10.4 billion yuan last year, compared to a net loss of 3.6 billion yuan in 2021. And norm GAP net income in 2022 was 28.2 billion yuan. The company's research and development expenses amounted to 16.9 billion yuan last year, compared with 16.3 billion yuan in 2021. And as of the end of last year, JD Logistics, the company's logistics arm, 
operated over 1,500 warehouses, covering an aggregate gross floor area of over 30 million square meters. Shares of cattle rose after the Chinese power battery giant said it nearly doubled its net profit last year thanks to the booming domestic electric vehicle market. Net profit was 30.7 billion yuan in 2022, an increase of 93% from a year earlier, the company said in its earnings report released yesterday. And revenue soared 152% to 328.6 billion yuan, with that from the power battery business jumped 159% to 236.6 billion yuan last year from 2021, as the same Sales volume of power battery systems more than doubled to 242 gigawatt hours. Switching gears to financial news. Xiaoai Corporation, a cognitive AI enterprise from China, floated its shares Thursday on Nasdaq. The Shanghai-based Xiaoai raised 38.76 million US dollars by issuing 5.7 million American depository shares at 6.8 US dollars apiece, less than the 6 million shares intended in its preliminary prospectus on Monday. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks failed on Friday with a benchmark Shanghai Composite and the Shenzhen component both down over 1%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index also shed 3% and the Tech Index dropped 3.8%. And that's it for today. Tune in next Monday on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.